This is One in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and this morning I am very pleased to have Chuck Benfer, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Pamel Broadcasting, on the show. Chuck, it's nice to have you here. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. It's been a long time. You and I go back uh, quite a ways. We've met um, probably somewhere around the time that I started getting involved in development here at Anderson Center, which was maybe 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you've been in your general line of work for I don't know how long. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. You tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. I've been in radio for 34 years now. Wow. Hard to imagine I'm that old. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> 34 years. This is and- a baby face, Chuck. <laughs> I appreciate that. I don't I don't see it the same way. <laughs> um, actually, my career started at K104 in radio. Mm. I started here uh, a long time ago as a radio salesperson. And then I just uh, grew up through the business. I, I worked for some great people, including Rob Dyson and Mike Harris, um, the old days at WPDH, that mm. group. And um, they taught me a lot about the business and a lot about how to run the business. And then through the years... Um, you know, I've just stayed to that course. I'm very fortunate to work for a company now with Pommel Broadcasting. Having worked for big corporations and now little companies, um, I get the difference in the importance of supporting organizations like yours. The um, the charge of radio, going back to the beginning of time, has been that we support the communities that we operate in. We make our living in the air, in the uh, public airwaves, and we pay a small licensing fee in the year, uh, in the years for that right. But part of the covenant that we hold with our communities is that we have to provide um, support to the organizations and provide, you know, urgent and timely information to the communities free of charge in exchange for being able to use their airwaves. So um, I take that commitment seriously. And um, I always have, you know that, and mm-hmm. um, and believe in supporting the Anderson Center and many organizations just like yours that help people in the plight of life. Well, we appreciate your support very much. And um, I have not been in any specific industry for 34 years, but I definitely have been doing this for long enough. You know, I, I learned about radio um, from a professional standpoint in this job. But as a kid, I, you know, I always had the radio on. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, I, I am with all the different options that are out there. I'm typically a radio listener. And, um, and you know, it's, it's fascinating to me, um, how it all kind of works. And I've had this opportunity to host this show where I get to talk to a lot of different people, whether it's scientists, researchers, parents, uh, staff that I work with and, um, or people in the community. The general consensus is that I always walk away from, from any of these interviews is that, it's heartwarming, thankfully, um, that people still know the difference between right and wrong overall. And I think in our world, on any scale you look at, there's there's a lot that we focus on that's negative and challenging. But it's great to be surrounded by community um, community uh, you know friends and and supporters like uh, Pommel and the folks that have been there. Um, so so that being said, we are. Generally, we're, we're specifically having this interview today because we want we want to thank you and everybody at Palma for supporting Anderson as our media sponsor at our annual gala. You did that back in October of 2022, but you've done that for many years and uh, really helped that that event just grow and thrive and be what it is today, which even through the pandemic, we came back strong last year and brought it back in person. 
And uh, you guys have always been, well, not always, but for as long as we've really had a relationship that's been part of it. So we appreciate that very much. Um, and you also sponsor and support an award that we give out at our staff recognition event in the fall, uh, which is is really a fabulous one. And it was very creatively done. It is called the Choice Award. And it's an opportunity for you to sponsor a prize that's given out to a direct support professional. And that's a person who works directly with the individuals we serve at Anderson, who is nominated and then chosen by their peers. And I've always loved that aspect of this award. Um, it's, uh, it's really cool. And the person who wins it, I think, always feels sort of doubly thanked uh, once by their peers recognizing them uh, for doing similar work to what all those peers are doing, but somehow they're noticed as as going above and beyond in that capacity. And then also thanked by by you and everybody at the Pommel team in terms of coming up with a nice prize for them and, and coming out to give it in person. So just want to thank you for both of those uh, additional ways that you support Anderson. And, you know, if you want to say anything about those particular events or what's meaningful to you, go ahead. Well, well, first of all, it's our pleasure to do it. And it's easy for me. You know, I, I always say um, that my job is really quite easy. You know, I run radio stations and, you know, I have a lot of great people that work for me. And, you know, radio as an industry, as I look at it, is a whole bunch of used electronics operated by a whole bunch of great people. <laughs> and um, so when I look at what we do in our mission to support the community and support those people, the work that your staff does, the work that you do is not anything that I could possibly do. Um, the amount of patience, the amount of care, the amount of love that you guys put into um, your clients at the center is amazing. And I'm not capable of that. <laughs> I don't have that ability. And thank God that you guys and your staff are there. And that's that's why it means a lot, I think, to recognize the work that they do, because I think some days, you know, that's a long day. And they go home yeah. after a very long day with some very difficult circumstances, dealing with people that for but for by no by no cause of their own actions are dealing with the you know with various levels sure. of autism and yeah. the, the fact that the workers are able to deal with them and you know seeing having been to your center and other places and seeing children and adults at every level of the spectrum and how your staff is just able to care for them is amazing and then the second part of that is that it's pretty exceptional you know, I, we have a couple hundred people that work for me here. Um, I don't think I would win an award <laughs> at the yeah. end. I don't think anybody <laughs> vote for me, you know, the best guy in the company. Right. <laughs> it's really great when when you get that level of recognition from your peers. I think it's really special. And I'm really proud to be part of that. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for saying that. Um, you know, keep in mind that we, we employ when we're at full capacity, we employ about 900 people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I've heard from a number of, one of them that when they hear their Anderson's name, uh, you know, on a commercial that might be airing on one of your stations or the podcast or something, they get really excited. It does add to their sense of pride. So you've got a lot of, a lot of listeners, um, from this community here at Anderson too. But I couldn't agree with you more. I think there's something very special about um, and very meaningful about somebody who literally could be working right next to you. And here you are thinking you're kind of doing the same thing, going through the same the same experience, and they're noticing something about you that makes them compelled to write up a nomination for this award. So it really, um, it, it's very cool. It's unique. And um, we're thrilled that it's going to continue. So uh, so you started, this was, you started at sales at K104. Mm -hmm. um, and now you're back. And yeah. so we only have a couple minutes 
minutes left in our uh, first half of the show, but give us a little sense of uh, what's going on over there. How's how's the station? How are the stations doing? Uh, I know you guys, you know, obviously were impacted by COVID. You know, what are what are some of the latest things? You know, so it, I appreciate that. The COVID was tough on a lot of businesses mm-hmm. and, you know, radio and the way we run it, radio is partners in the community and we partner with businesses and we help them do their advertising, but we partner at a lot of levels in a lot of ways. And a lot of our staff and a lot of our clients and a lot of the people that we deal with were really negatively affected by COVID. And in many ways, we're still recovering from that. But, you know, fortunately, we have really strong brands here with K104 and HUD and BPM. And, you know, I oversee uh, 22 radio stations in, in the in this region and in Vermont. And so, you know, we have varying levels of recovery, but our business is based on the success of the community. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some of the some we have stations in Rutland, Vermont that, you know, that area, that region was hit pretty hard. Um, and it's had some long lasting effects, you know, on, on, on small businesses and those businesses are starting to recover or people had gone out of business and businesses are starting to reopen. But, um, my model for our business is that we're going to be a synergistic partner in the community with the businesses and the, and the organizations and the listeners that we have there. Um, some of the other models of the bigger national companies are more parasitic where they, you know, they draw the money out and they send it to their home markets, wherever they may be. Our money stays here. We invest in more employees. We don't have 900 like you have. Um, never did though. But we're slowly rebuilding our staff. And, you know, it's an important part of it. You know, our economy in many ways is like a big money machine. Yeah. You know, like and you go inside that money machine and there's dollars flowing around. Well, you need dollars in that money machine to be exciting, to make it exciting. And if we have businesses that are only pulling money out and not putting money back in, then we have a problem. And so. You know, we need local businesses that are going to provide jobs, provide opportunities, you know, provide support in the communities, pay the taxes, you know, pay all those other things. And, you know, that's sort of part of what people miss when they think about it's better to buy on the Internet or it's better to, you know, to shop from home and not go out and visit local businesses or to not even order from local businesses. You know, if if we have to if I have to order something like from Best Buy, I'll order at BestBuy.com and pick it up in Poughkeepsie or Middletown or something, mm-hmm. depending on where I am so that we keep the money flowing. Yeah, in the, right. In keep it local. Gotcha. It, because for organizations like yours to survive, it's, you know, it's it's a huge operation that you have and you depend on a lot of people in the community to support it. We do. Like and we do. And and again, you know, your support has been strong and consistent. And, and even when times were tough for everybody, you guys came through and, and thankfully so did the rest of our sponsors for that those events. I mean, our golf outing and our gala took on completely different looks um, during the pandemic. And uh and yet everybody came to the table. It was quite amazing. And um, and so we appreciate, again, your support for our events and your support for our, our branding and our communication strategies, but also um, in recognizing our staff, which really is the heart of our entire organization. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to kind of get into some of the reasons why, you know, Pommel stands out because I know it does. I know it's different. Um, and I got to give my own couple shout outs to some of the people that have remained steadfast by my side through all of this. Um, uh, who who are still there in the office with you. So um, okay, this is uh, 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. We'll be right back. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. 
The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you or someone you know is living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement, we understand that it can be difficult to know where to find help. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease. Help you find expert care and local support. Give you tips for living a better life. And share the latest research. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org. Or call 1-800-473-4636. That's 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking today with Chuck Benfer, who's the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of Pommel Broadcasting, which is one of Anderson's longtime um, uh Friends, supporters, uh, you know, we, we contract with you guys for our, our uh, marketing and communications needs. You've been helping us host this podcast uh, since it was started. Um, I remember the very meeting where um, it came up as an option and I was asked who would host it. I think that was I was asked by my boss who would host it. And I raised my hand and said, I have zero experience doing this at all, but I would like to. And so I've been doing it ever since. Well, you do a great job. Thank you. I love it. I love the opportunity to talk to so many different people and get to know um, just so many different things that people are doing in and around the field of autism. Um, And also to take the opportunity, what we're doing today, to highlight and thank a major sponsor um, who's really stayed alongside Anderson through thick and thin. And we appreciate you and your whole team very much. Um, So on that note, I'm just going to throw out the two people um, who I still work with right now, in addition to you, um, who have been there since I can recall. Um, I've, I've worked with a lot of people. I've, I've had the chance to come in and do interviews with K-104 and with uh, Casey and Rob Miller, Bob Miller, and you know everybody's always super friendly. Um, however, during the pandemic, um, uh, you know, we, I couldn't come down anymore. I used to come and record the show in, in the studio and kind of see people and to interact. And that was really fun. But then all of a sudden COVID hit and I couldn't do that anymore. Um, and so, uh, one of the things that we started was, uh, Randy Turner and, uh, Steve Frankenberry, Frankenberry, um, would work with me around setting this up, which is Zoom. And we found that it works really well because um, now I've, it's actually turned into a silver lining where I can interact with a lot more people from all over via Zoom. We all learned that during the pandemic, right? right. Um, and it's just been great that they really never waver. We ask them for things. Guests are you know, having technical issues. And I just want to give a shout out um, to both of them. Um, but definitely, specifically, Frank and Barry, when it comes to helping guests who might be having tech difficulties. He is patient and very kind when he's uh, when he's talking with them. And then Randy did something cool where uh, I also couldn't record commercials for Anderson um, during the pandemic. And so he found a 
way to bring the recording to me. And um, again, just on behalf of not just myself, but the whole team at Anderson, the the consistency and being able to voice those commercials and, and do the podcast was really important to us. And your team made it happen. And so we appreciate them. And I just personally appreciate them very much. So needed to do that. Very nice. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, I'll say, I'll say a couple of things about those two guys. First of all, I worked with them for a long time uh, years ago and um, I was not too long ago, Randy and I were talking about the first time I met him, which was 23 years ago. Wow. And yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. You were only nine years into your career then. That's right. Baby. And, and, uh, and, and Steve, I call him Steve only because my growing up, my, one of my brother's favorite cereals was, was Frankenberry. Yeah. And so I have a hard time calling him Frankenberry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you know, I've known these guys for a long time and I will tell you this about radio people in general, um, particularly the programming people, they have such a care and such a love and such a passion for getting good quality programming out on the air that they really do walk through fire in order to, in order to make it happen. And we saw it through the pandemic. We've seen it in blizzards. We've seen it in floods. We've seen it in all kinds of, you know, times of emergency that's when radio rises to its highest level mm-hmm. and guys like steve frankenberry and randy turner and all these others that are committed to this industry they, they rise you know to the top they and and they do it time and time and time again so yeah. i appreciate you giving them a shout out because it's well deserved Oh, absolutely. They've been great and they're funny and we have a good time. Um, and, uh, and we've really gotten to know each other over the years. So it's, I think you've got a really great core team. And, um, and it's funny too that you say that because I call him, I call Frankenberry Steve a lot too, but I remember growing up and hearing Frankenberry on the radio sometimes. Right. Yeah. So, um, so like that was another cool thing for me. Uh, like I said, I was a radio radio listener when I was a kid. I was in the car a lot because my parents always were driving us somewhere. Um, and I was one of those kids who learned all the songs to all the pop radio, like whatever pop song was. My mother always said if I had brain capacity to uh, put towards my math education as much as I used to memorize lyrics of, you know, Cindy Lauper and others, um, I, I would have maybe done better in math. But either way, um, I really always thought that being a DJ would be such a cool job. And so I, I feel really lucky to be living out a little bit of my childhood fantasy yeah. sometimes when I do get to come down and, and uh, now that I can come down and record commercials again in person. So, um, all right. I want to get into this because I want to give you an opportunity to, to again, talk about like, I guess my two questions are why is local so important? It's a big part of your message. It's a big part of your identity at Pommel. Um, and also when you're thinking about who thrives at Palma as a, you know, who are you seeking to come and join your team and what kind of traits would that person have that you think would be, make a really great match? Um, I'm just curious, what's the perfect scenario for you? Okay. So the, the first part, the first part about this is that um, radio is, uh, is in my estimation, the most wonderful medium in the world. <laughs> because it provides instant access for free for news and information and entertainment. And um, so my job as a guy who runs a lot of radio stations is to make sure that our radio stations are staying relevant in the lives of the people who listen to our stations. And we remain lo- uh, relevant to the lives of the people that live in our communities. Otherwise, we're just a big catalog of music, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter what I do, no matter what our, our programmers do, no matter how smart they think they are, they can't make a better music list for you than you can. 
right? So radio can't just be a jukebox. We have to be, you know, we have to play the right music and we have to play entertaining stuff and we have to play the hits and we have to provide some intrigue in our in our presentations. But at the end of the day, the thing that makes us relevant and makes us sticky is being involved in the communities that we serve. And so we hire people from the community that care for the community, um, are involved in the community, um, engage with their friends and neighbors and, you know, other people around to find out what's important and find out what we can do to help. And that, to me, is what makes radio stand out above everything else. And um, that's, you know, my focus has always been that if we support the local listeners and we support the local organizations and we support the local businesses, our business will thrive. So my overarching business philosophy is a value first proposition where regardless of whether you're spending money with us or not, regardless of, you know, you can you know, financially benefit us or not, we're going to help you. We're going to work with you. We're going to try to make it better for you. And then down the road, that should be better for us. And so that philosophy has worked for me for a long, long time. I've run some really big radio stations. I've had a lot of influence in a lot of markets and that taking that philosophy to market, to market, to market has been what's worked best for me. And so that's just really my philosophy. I'm very fortunate that Jim Morrell, the man who owns this company, he and I are in lockstep in that philosophy. His family is in lockstep with that philosophy that, mm-hmm. you know, we have been very blessed in many ways um, with our health, with our family lives, with our financial successes through the years. We have been very fortunate and we should share that and and help people. Oh, I love it. I think that's all great. And my understanding is that Jim, it, that it really is a family owned, um, company yeah. and, and yeah. very involved. So it's great to hear that you're connected on that level. Yeah. Um, my last question, cause we only have about two minutes left is really, um, you know, during the pandemic, I, I know that a lot of businesses that were hurting, even if they came through it and made it through one of the first things, unfortunately, that businesses, especially smaller businesses have to choose to do is usually, cut or at least limit their marketing budget. It's just one of those things that that while it's integral, we know I know that, you know that, it's also um something that that when you're really looking to just stay alive and keep paying your employees, um you sometimes look at cutting back on. So I I wonder now that a lot of businesses are starting to come back thankfully and uh or new ones are coming into the area. Um is there any message that you'd want to get out there to your clients or potential clients in terms of why why you kind of talked about why radio. I think we covered mm-hmm. that, but um you know, are you um getting you know doing something exciting that you want to get out there, you know, maybe in, encourage somebody to give you a call. Yeah, well I I will tell you the most important thing that business owners can do is advertise. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different ways to advertise. Um, you can advertise with us on radio. You can advertise with us digitally. But, you know, it's very simple. This Friday night, I'm having a dinner party at my house. Will you be there? <laughs> Only if I invite you. Right. And that's and that's what business advertising is. Nobody knows as much about your business or cares as much about your business as you do. Mm-hmm. And you can't think that everybody knows that you're there. You can't believe that everybody thinks of you for your products and services before they think of your competition. Yeah. You have to advertise. You have to tell people why they want to do business with you. In my experience, radio has been really great at getting people to understand why they want to do business with you. Yeah. And then if you can solve that why, then you have a really good chance at earning their business. But you can't keep your business a secret. It's just a problem. So 
Well, that's perfectly said, and I'm a testament to that, and so is Anderson, because um, we've been around here for almost 100 years. Uh, mm-hmm. 2024 is our 100th year in business, and we do great work, and we make a huge impact for individuals and their families and in our community, and we have a big economic impact. But when I started here, the number of people I spoke to who said, oh, I've heard of Anderson Center or Anderson School. I drive by it. I've driven by it for 19, 20, 30 years on Route 9, but I've never been inside. Right. Um, and once we started advertising, which is unique for an organization, a nonprofit human services organization like Anderson's, that started to change. And so I would echo your sentiments completely, even if you think everybody knows or you only need to be, you know, uh, become um like uh, known by people who need your services, not true. Um, you know, being known by by many um, in whatever way they want to be partners with you or connected to you is really important. So I got to wrap up, but I just want to thank you again, uh, Chuck and everybody on the Pommel Broadcasting team. We really appreciate your support over the years and we look forward to many years to come. Well, it's our pleasure, and thank you and all the staff for all the great work that you guys do. It's our pleasure to help out. Thank you so much. This is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.